0: I fear that this may be freedom's last stand and its greatest stand. We have the greatest opportunity, the same technology that might cast it into darkness forever might rise us to the light in perpetuity, and I think it's that essential a crossroad. It's a race, you know, it is a race, and we are in incredibly fast vehicles, right? There is the vehicle of the bad guys over to our right, and they are hitting the gas with everything they can. They are passing as many laws as they can. They are using as much indoctrination as they can. They're controlling as much media as they can. They are opposing as much as they can. And there's this fucked up, endless tentacle of brain-crossing technology called the internet, which is racing them to the finish line. And we better hit the fucking gas, because if we lose, I don't think anyone's gonna win again in the future. But if we win, we win for good in every sense of the word. And I think that we have a damn good shot. But it is all about the efficacy, the focus, the intensity, the passion, and the conviction that we bring to bear we bring to bear on these essential questions of voluntarism versus violence It's the only two right those are the these are the two massive motorcycle car spaceships we're driving at Mach 12 million is violence versus voluntarism they edge ahead sometimes we edge ahead sometimes we got to hit the gas because they're not going to pull back they're not going to hold off this is an ancient race of rulers and their dependents who wish to rule and command the human soul and the human spirit. And we've gotta hit the fucking gas. They're not gonna slow down, they're not gonna turn aside. And either they hit the wall or we do, metaphorically. And so all I say is, fuck where we end up, we don't control that. Fuck where the people listen to us, we don't control that. The only thing that we control is the power and the intensity and the focus and the reason and the evidence and the passion that we bring to this calling, that's all we can control the vulnerability of wanting the world to get better is a terrifying place to be at times. The vulnerability of having children and needing the world to get better. I am so embarrassed to introduce this planet to my daughter. This planet better shape the fuck up before I have to introduce it to my daughter because I don't want to describe the shit that goes down in this world to my daughter. It's an embarrassment. It is an embarrassment to have to describe war. It is an embarrassment to have to describe the prison industrial complex. It is an embarrassment to describe why she's not going to the public school down the corner. It is an embarrassment to describe national debt, what has been done to her before she was even born. This world better shape the fuck up so I can introduce it properly to my daughter and I'm gonna do everything that I can to help that along, with the full knowledge that there's absolutely nothing I can do to affect it.
1: Welcome to Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Harding. It is... (laughs) The 28th of June, 2017, and I'm still recovering from my illness that I uh, canceled last week because of, so if you hear my voice sound like AIDS, that's why, um... Also, I'll be having my fucking monster occasionally because otherwise my throat is not going to really hold up well for this. And I've got lots of fucking... There's so much that happens when you're sick for a week. To start with, let's uh, <laughs> let's really dive into this. CNN is fake news. Oh, yeah, sorry, that's not news. Plenty of people already knew that. Every one of these mainstream media news organizations has a slant. This is news to some people, apparently. CNN has a slant for the left, pushing that Russia narrative that isn't true for ratings, because they know what they're geriatric audience is going to fucking eat the fuck up. And Fox News, being the Fox News that they are, forgot that they were into the whole birther thing not too long ago. And uh, they get to be the paragons of truth and justice for a temporary spat. All while MSNBC becomes more and more transparent the more they allow Keith Olberman to open his mouth. And, by the way, if you ever find any resistance, you're not going to have any of it in any sort of, like, officially licensed, like, long-running program on anything with MSN in the title. Let's not forget that these motherfuckers are Microsoft and NBC. So we've got a tech giant and NBC Universal, which is used to making very statist arguments for fucking everything. <laughs> NCIS isn't just a fucking show, it's a real unit. And when you have the 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 good guy federal agents that constantly break every known constitutional protocol to get where they need to go and it gets people on their side because they like the characters and they get invested before they start fucking breaking the law oh but we were we constructed an elegant enough scenario where the fight fighting terrorism. yeah, nobody should care. They're breaking the law and they're government agents. But even in the space of a of a television show, they get to do that and you know they get to laugh about it in in USA commercials where they're like fucking, you know if you like a a healthy dose of a disrespect for the Constitution and everybody's like ha 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 but nothing. Nothing registers because they don't know that they're being played by people who literally have no respect for the cons Which, by the way, I don't either. Fucking unfit to exist and all. But the the, the truth still exists there. That these organizations are not out to spread information and let you reach your own conclusions. They have their own conclusions they want you to reach, and they will appeal to your emotions to do that as much as they can. We've got, uh, you know, Fox affiliated with, well, gee, Fox, uh, put pushing the, 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 the narratives that Fox wants to push. <coughs> And uh, you know, forgetting every time that one of these things happens with another one of these institutions, that there's a such thing as the internet, and people can watch them narrative drive too. You know, an MSNBC with their resistance, fucking Keith Olbermann flapping his jaw about how Trump is crazy and how, you know, uh, if if we allow him to continue, the, this country will literally be torn apart and forever r- fucked and ruined. And, you know, please step down, President. I'm going to make a very emotional appeal because, you know, not only do you watch MB- MSNBC, but you give a shit about a near-tears old man who's so washed up on his failed journalism career that he, <laughs> that he relegates himself to the field of p- pastel pink and blue vague social commentary with no actual, like, desire to expose anything real. You know, because if that's the resistance, if all the resistance is, is crying like white-haired old men, the resistance is going to lose because that, that's not very strong resistance. If the resistance is people speaking out on campus um, in a way that makes them look like an angry mob who does not care for reason, that isn't going to succeed. You know? There's, there's, what what the talk is, is that the guy who smashed that guy's bike, uh, head with a bike lock, um, was not that ethics professor. But does it matter? Really? I mean, yeah, if it's not that ethics professor... Um, The ethics professor is being drugged through the mud for no reason. Sure. But everybody's then defending the bike lock attacker. And, you know, keep in mind, the government eats this shit up. Like, I don't care who's in office. Trump, Obama, whoever. All this shit that, that, that divides us is fucking manufactured. Let's be very specific here. It's fucking manufactured. You know, if if your side seems like it's winning, just wait till next week because everything is being piloted. And it's all about swinging narratives and making it seem like a giant battle when, really, you're not going to change jack fucking shit by being you know, loud in a public square and fighting with other people in the rules class. You're not going to change shit. The only thing you're going to do is wear yourself out spending energy fighting people who are in front of you when the people who are behind closed doors are the people really fucking you over. You're not going to change shit. Hate to break it. No, I don't. It's just really fucking irritating. I I see this this college professor saying, you know, he doesn't respond to demands. He responds to well-reasoned arguments. And you know what this little fucking parasite says? She says that this is why black lives don't matter. Why it's silenced. You know, instead of realizing that maybe you shouldn't make demands of people you're trying to convince instead of, you know, coming to the rational conclusion that colleges are some of the most inclusive spaces for black people and screaming at them about black lives isn't going to stop a police officer from shooting anybody. Instead of realizing that, let's say that because a mean old college professor won't take kindly to having demands put on him, that that's why black lives don't matter. Maybe your life doesn't matter. Hmm? But the fact that you had one negative interaction once says nothing about society. Nothing! In fact, the fact that that's such an odd occurrence says more about society than 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 it does that black lives don't matter because of this one person. I mean, society for the most part lets this sort of thing happen and encourages it and you know says, "We're very sorry that we haven't been inclusive enough and Included enough safe spaces, and we're so sorry, and, you know, we'll be better now, and more inclusive, and, uh, cater to your identity politics. But this one person says, um, says something different, and suddenly, that's proof that black lives don't matter to the mainstream. Well, what was all the other shit? What was all the other listening to demands? What was... Berkeley, uh, faculty allowing Berkeley to be burnt, you know, what was that shit? What, what, suddenly, you know, that's a victory because you, you got to fuck up a campus for, for a long time and probably still are, but, <laughs> but fucking. One person says something, and suddenly it's indicative of society. I fucking wish, I wish people wouldn't immediately capitulate to demands. I mean, minimum wage has been in the fucking news recently. And what a fucking nightmare that is. Let's... Let's, instead of addressing the fundamental inadequacies of modern living, especially in this corporatist, washed-out world where people's lives aren't good enough to begin with, much less the fact that most people get paid shitty wages because they weren't told in high school to aspire to a trade or something greater because they were told that, you know... um that they would be able to get a living wage their whole life as long as they went to college and then they got into a bunch of debt and are working at a service industry job and they wonder why they can't pay the bills. Maybe it's because this society is run by fundamentally evil people. And maybe it's because we should stop listening to these motherfuckers and reform society on our own. But no, let's instead beg them to please give us a few dollars more an hour. Because $15 an hour is going to change your lifestyle significantly enough that it's going to make it worth the the shitty low-end job you're in. I've, I've worked in the service industry. It goddamn sucks you know I, it's a place i never want to return it's a place nobody should want to be in to begin with and nobody really does there are very few people who you know get up very excited to work at mcdonald's you know this fucking a great day for the a good day for the great taste of mcdonald's commercial guy who's just so excited to get that fucking burger home most of the people i worked with were ecstatic to get home and wash the smell off. They didn't want it in their mouths. They reluctantly had it for lunch because that's all they could afford because you get a company discount and and then buy at the company store. Uh, Go Belly up to that trough that you just know is not clean because you were back there two minutes ago. You know, this isn't a job anybody fucking likes. It's a shitty job, and having a couple dollars more an hour may seem like a victory on the first couple weeks it happens, but the after that, when you realize it doesn't have a huge impact on your finances, when, when it's basically just like working another very shitty job at the same time, and when they increase the demands on employees, because guess what? Shit ain't free! That minimum wage hike that you wanted so much isn't going to look so good. But it's a pacifier. These businesses know exactly what they're doing. They 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 get politicians in who will try to seem sensitive um to the, to the needs of the, the, the lowest workers, um, and they will try to seem sensitive by saying, yes, you know, I believe firmly in a $15 an hour minimum wage, you know, pay people a living wage, but guess what these people will do? They'll continue whatever horseshit agenda made shit expensive in the first place, and they, uh, they won't address the inflation that is caused by the Federal Reserve's policies. Not an iota. They, they they won't address that. Because to address that and make things cheaper to begin with, having a sound money that's not based in debt and constantly fluctuating based on whoever has their hand on the quantitative easing button or the interest button, um that that would possibly upend the way the current economic system works, so we can't have that. Instead, we'll give you this pacifier. Hey, here, have a couple more dollars an hour and m- make sure that you don't aspire to save that. Make sure that you still behave in the same consuming way that you have this whole other time that you've had money, you know? And immediately spend that money or, you know, put uh, get it on credit so that it's already spent before you even have it. You know, it's it's not going to change people's spending habits. People aren't going to have fundamentally better lives. It's just a fucking tchotchke. But, you know, you get to feel good about it. You get to feel like you're involved in some huge movement and that you're taking down the man. The man can afford this shit. And is do- before any of these bills go up for a minimum wage across the board, before any of this shit happens, they got their accounts sorted out. They aren't concerned about you. And they won't be concerned about you just because of a, a minimum wage hike. In fact, if anything, it'll make it worse for you. I mean, I can still remember seeing people pull the the plug for the timer out so that, you know, so so that they could get better turnaround numbers in the the computers, you know? And that's at this current stage where people feel like they have to fucking cheat and lie to get the system to even give them a meager living, but then you know what they get? They get a couple bucks more an hour... And probably a huge amount more scrutiny from employers. There's probably going to be more stringent hiring policies. Uh, It'll be easier to get fired. Because they aren't going to be compassionate. That's not how this shit works. They're going to be just as cutthroat as they always were. If not more. And they're going to force you, the average worker, to shoulder that because shit ain't free. You can't just policy your way into a better economy. You can't just policy your way into more benevolent employers. You can't just policy your way into more uh, more decent landlords. You can't just policy your way out of pollution. You can't policy your way out of global warming. You can't policy your way out of a, a shitty regressive system that benefits the wealthy. You can't policy your way out of the military and prison industrial complex or the war on drugs. you got to burn the fucking system to the ground. But that's not what people want to hear. They want to hear, hey, how can I help with this on a grassroots activist level? It's not going to fucking work. You're gonna end up very disappointed in having wasted a huge amount of your time and effort um, to get a couple bucks more an hour. You know, and that's the other thing: people don't consider the opportunity costs that they that they give to these motherfuckers by giving them the time of day and saying, you know, instead uh, instead of 13.50 an hour, I want 15. Give me, like, probably less than $10 more a day, and that'll slake my appetite right there. Fucking pennies. But they don't consider the opportunity cost of going to that rally, of going to that protest, they don't consider that opportunity cost as time that they could have spent working and making more money or building their own business so that they can get out from under the fucking boot of these corporate, you know, bumfuckers in the first place. I don't think about that. It's much easier just to go to the rally. It's much easier just to make that post on Facebook than it is to say, hey, you know, maybe there's another way. You know, that's why I respect agorists. Um, they see a problem with, with the current market, and their response to that isn't to isn't to <sighs> you know, beg the system to change and become better. Their response is to foster the black market and the gray market and do shit that they think is reasonable no matter whether or not the powers that be think it's reasonable. That's, that's so infinitely much more effective than begging for $15 an hour. You know, and then you get somebody funny like Peter Schiff who goes in front of a Walmart asking the people there, hey, you know, you support the minimum wage, right? And then holding out a change thingy and saying, I've got a calculator here and we're going to give, you know, uh, all of this money to the workers um, at the end of their shift today, all of this money that we collect from you, and all we're asking for you to do is raise your purchase up to that $15 an hour minimum wage that, uh, that, you, say, that you just said you support. And they don't support it. <laughs> they don't support it. That's the other, like, it's... <laughs> when somebody's saying something about a policy, they're not actually s- stating a personal thought or belief. They're saying somebody else should do something about that. And, you know, that's the fundamental flaw in in the the statist uh, against anarchist argument. Because what the statist is claiming is that without government, we wouldn't have X. Well, whose fault is that? Hmm? You don't want to pay for it, but you're saying without a government, we wouldn't have it. So is it because we don't need it, that you're not paying for it, or because uh, you don't want to actually pay for these things and you feel like you need some sort of daddy figure to collect it from you anyway, make you pay your fair share. Like, that's why I don't like sharing on the playground or in the classroom or whatever as kids. I never really did like that. I never did like the idea that I had to come in with enough for the class or it wasn't sufficient Um, that I owned it, you know, my mother could be nice and give me something, uh, nice and I couldn't have it that day because I didn't bring in it, bring enough for the class to share, or at least they would fucking shame me for it. You know, I'm sure plenty of you have had that experience. If you've been to these fucking collectivist public schools where you, you, you get told, well, you bring enough to share. As, as though that somehow invalidates whether or not you can personally enjoy it. You know, and then that extends into jokes in adulthood. Oh, you brought me lunch! Constant joke. No, motherfucker. I brought me lunch, and your joke is based on your lack of willingness to go get lunch. God damn it. But, you know... This, this share mentality. This doesn't breed reason. It doesn't breed anything but spite for somebody who has what you don't. And so people are okay with mass government policies that don't actually change jack shit. Because otherwise there would be people who aren't sharing. That would be fucking awful. You know, and and then they they think that they're somehow forcing the CEO's hands by getting them to give pennies. Oh, it won't increase the price of goods more than two pennies. You know, that's the constant cry from people. Oh, really? Okay. So you admit that the system is fundamentally and unalterably fucked because... The, the price of, of goods that day um, is still not going to increase that much, which means that you're not paying them that much more, are you? Not in the grand scheme of shit. And then these callous, rich motherfuckers who don't have leaking roofs in their shitty apartments, Uh, they say that, you know, oh, well, these jobs, you're not supposed to stick with them for a long time. Well, sure, we're not supposed to stick with these jobs for a long time. We're supposed to stick with this job until it gets too soul-crushingly boring um, or until we've gotten our accounting degree so that we can get another soul-crushingly jo- boring job. This, this economy is not fueled by excited people you're not, it, things aren't going to improve drastically because of 2 bucks more an hour ain't gonna fucking happen and maybe for the people who are paid less than 10 dollars an hour reliably 5 dollars an hour more would be something significant like 30 or 35 more dollars but then you know, there's just a bombardment of ads that they get for all these impulse buying things of like Unlimited X when they're going to be so busy with one Unlimited X that they're not going to fucking use the next Unlimited X, you know. And if they do, it'll become like a job unto itself. Keeping up with that TV show is the new Keeping Up with the Joneses. Oh, yeah, yeah, I um, I saw that episode of that. You know, how'd you like when that happened? It's just so fucking hopeless seeming. Because it, it, it doesn't improve it to beg. But begging is the only apparatus set up in this system to be a consistent bulwark for people's emotions. Hey, let's go vote. We'll get this proposition in. And then on a federal level, we'll get representatives that are sensitive to our demands who will be out in eight years. Oh, Trump is going to drain the swamp. Yeah, sure. Goldman Sachs and Saudi Arabia and (coughs) fucking bowing to foreign officials. Oh, my. Sure drained that swamp. Here, we bomb in Syria again. And CNN is fake news. Of course CNN is fake fucking news. Of course the Russia narrative is a narrative. But it's a narrative both parties and by extension both of their lapdog media outlets... <clears throat> have been very enthusiastic to uh, to fucking ride. They, they get this free press for the next however long this is still in the cycles of, you know, I don't think it happened or I do think it happened. News at eight. People disagree about some shit that was designed to distract us. Oh, look over there. There's a Russia. Oh, look over there. There's a CIA Vault 7. Oh, look at there. Uh, A a dude opened fire on Republicans at a fucking baseball game. Oh, look at there. A dude ran into a crowd of Muslims with a big van. Oh, look at there. Oh, look at there. But never look at fucking us. Hmm. And Trump is really fucking good choice, you know? For the elites, he's a really fucking good choice because as long as he's doing wild and crazy shit, um, they get a constant news cycle about that shit instead of the plans that they're literally making in the background. Neural mesh is coming out, and we're all going to be fitted with brain mesh that can be intravenously injected and interface us with the outside world. They're learning to erase memories and replace those memories with fucking new ones. They're learning yet more and more about how the human psychology works than they already did from MKUltra and and using it to exploit us. I mean, let's be real specific. Most people don't even know about MKUltra, and it's been public knowledge for decades. And it's been around essentially since the 50s. The early 50s. Fucking Project Bluebird and Artichoke. Motherfucker, look it up. I implore you to do research. Bluebird and Artichoke turns into MKUltra which turns into MK Delta so that they can fucking use it on foreign nationals and MK often for the oversight of the whole goddamn project. And then... Just... There is so much information out there That would signify that we are totally fucked if we decide to use these people as the source of our freedom, or our liberty, or our reason. But nobody is paying attention to that who is also paying attention to whether or not Russia is rigging our elections. As though that isn't a global phenomenon that all governments engage in, especially the US government. And then I get into arguments on fucking Twitter. uh, Which, by the way, don't do that. And don't make Twitter your primary whatever like I have. Because there's fucking... So many ways for that to just turn into a distraction all on its own. Not to say that I haven't met great people there. Because I definitely have. But damn. Just a barrage of fucking shit all the time. But... You know, the people that I've spoken to there uh, and argued with quite a bit, they'll they'll be on about how, yeah, we should definitely keep people banned from these particular countries who have no association with anybody in the U.S. Because, you know, I don't want to get blown up (laughs) like those people are just going to come over here and blow us up. That's the plan. Woo. Trump, MAGA, make America great again. And, and, and let's really ignore the fact that cops have still killed more people in America than terrorists. Let's ignore the massive surveillance net that's constantly cracking down on people. Let's ignore the fact that that they've got devices that they're working on uh, and have been working on for quite some time designed to either cook somebody's brain or just make them fall asleep with goddamn electromagnetic rays that can be deployed and fuck with an entire city's metabolisms. Let's ignore the real fucking dangers here. Because I don't want to get blown up. It's just so fucking exhausting. And and the shit that people are willing to put up with. The fact that people haven't risen up and said all this shit, enough is enough. The fact that they can be paid off with like five bucks more an hour for their shitty job that they will still go home hating is just so fucking sad. People are people. They are human beings with potential potential and sapience, and the biggest brains, the most complex per square inch of, of, of any other creature in known history with the best technology, and it's all distracted. And we can't just get behind the ideas of, of, of gutting the motherfuckers. Because they've made it purposefully so that they're the only people who get to be violent. They're the only people. You know? Oh, I don't want to get blown up, so please ban refugees from countries you blow up! Oh, man. Let's ban, sure, go ahead, ban refugees. Ban U.S. refugees in other countries in bases who are too torn up by their high school experience to realize that their guidance counselor was selling them a crock of shit when they said, hey, you know what? You'll have a great career opportunity with lots of opportunities for advancement if you join the military. It's honor, it's duty, and you get to act like an Activision game all the fucking time because it's all action all the fucking time. And then they get in there and they're put through the ringer and told that they're the that they're only as good as their unit is and that their unit is shit and that they you know raise your standards. We're drugging you regularly with stimulants and amphetamines and shit that makes it so your dick can't get hard. And then putting you in all these terrible environments that your country has no authorization to have you in the first fucking place. And then all of this shit causes the most suicide of anyone and, you know, huge amounts of wounded people coming back. But let's not change policy because that'd be fucking bad for business. Let's keep throwing them in there. Fucking chucking blind motherfuckers that we've intentionally blinded with years and years of some of the shittiest life at home possible and say they're doing it to defend freedom. What fucking freedom? We don't have any freedom. We have the ability to act in predetermined constraints that do not engender any sort of change in the long run. We have the freedom to conform to a specific standard. We have the freedom to knuckle under and do exactly as we're told. And any little act of rebellion, that's also manufactured. You ever seen a chocolate commercial where they have some elegant woman that you wanna be eating a piece of chocolate and looking up into the left or to the right as if she's being deceitful in some way, you know. That's your rebellion. Or or join the resistance by watching this movie that's about a resistance. Katniss Everdeen can lead a fucking revolution against the corrupt hedonistic oligarchy in her books and movies but guess what happens to you if you fucking do that in your neighborhoods you get the axe and everybody's on the side of the government somebody like Justin Bork and everybody treats him like some sort of madman because he posted some Megadeth lyrics and then shock and awe, killed a couple of cops and carried some guns in places in Canada. Ooh. Meanwhile, cops are locking people up and destroying their lives for inhaling the smoke of a dried plant in Canada and in many places in the U.S. And in the U.S., People who are doing it legally can still be raided because they're not doing it legally according to the authority of daddy federal government. <sighs> so if you're not beholden to one group of blood-sucking thug-ass tyrants, you're beholden to another. Can't just be where you, you have to follow the laws in your own town. And feel like if you cross at that light without pressing the button that doesn't fucking work that you're going to be ticketed or, you know, fucking shoved on the ground or whatever. You you can't just be in your own local town where cameras are goddamn everywhere and on every street corner you see a sign that brings up the fact that you live in a consumeristic shithole dead from the world. You know, it can't just be that. It's also got to be an environment that barrages you with a tax code that's too big to read in anything short of months, much less understand in anything short of ever. They've got to have an FBI that monitors your activity online to make sure, hey, you didn't copy a file that, did you there, Jimbo? we got to have a CIA using backdoor exploits to spy on you and an NSA, no such agency, who did that to begin with. We've got to have an endless media cycle of nothing but, hey, everything is awful, but only in the way our side says it is, and have enough our sides that nothing can possibly be determined is true if you look to these motherfuckers. We've got to have a system where the violence is monopolized at the top and where it's all designed to be concentrated there by people who want to rule a tax farm, not represent a constituency. We've got to have it this way because otherwise, who would pave the fucking roads, right? It's just so fucking exhausting. And then there's a terror attack, and everybody screams for the benevolent government officials to do something about it. And you know, the only thing they're going to do is expand their powers even more. They're not interested in helping you. And if they were interested, maybe they'd stop having so many terrorist attacks that benefit their fucking oil and opium companies and whatever. Do you know that one of the MK programs was designed to monitor the global drug system so that they could know where they could draw their supplies from and interrogate people and try and brainwash them? But... What about the children? Yeah, what about the children? Huh? You think you're making a safe environment for them by creating this Orwellian dystopia and then forcing them to pay for it by the process of intergenerational theft and, you know, causing them to pledge blind allegiance to an institution that says they're already $800,000 at this point in debt as soon as they sign their driver's license shit. Oh yeah, you're a big adult man. Now you can now move from place to place in the country, barring one of our traffic enforcement officers deciding that, you know, you look like you have money. You, But but guess what? The price for that is, bub, now you're not just enlisted to the system by your parents through that social security number on the birth certificate. They, you know, now, now you also have to pay for all of the wars, all of the fucked up corrupt bullshit that every previous generation in this fucking place has. That wall happened? Oh yeah, that's just another thing you're paying for now. Sorry, bub, you don't like it, leave. You can move to Somalia if you don't like government, because we don't understand geopolitics and the fact that Somalia has a fucking government. We'll fill you with all these platitudes and banalities, because guess what? It's fucking hard to change this shit. And the elites have made it very fucking sure of that. And made sure that the only change that they'll even... Remotely consider endorsing is little tiny piecemeal things like the woman in the commercial looking deceitful while she's eating a piece of chocolate. Oh yeah, such a rebel you are. And that's, you know, just another bar of it because they don't want you to diet to be healthy. If they did, then they'd stop shoving so much of this government money into subsidizing huge uh nutrient bereft unhealthy food companies. They, they they would have some sort of understanding on an individual level that people aren't all the same and can't be fit into that goddamn pyramid. You know? And maybe stop shoving mercury in our veins under the guise of keeping us healthy. Such a fucking joke. But this is where we are. And so when I hear that CNN is now, quote, officially fake news, when I hear people talk about how, oh, they're just in it for the ratings. You heard from one person in one organization. And yeah, everything he said is probably true. You know, there's very little reason to suspect it isn't. But you know what else? There's very little reason to suspect. There's very little reason to suspect that the rest of the news institutions out there aren't anything but news. That those people don't also have a ratings-driven agenda and a specific audience they traffic their fucking bullshit to. You don't think Fox is partisan and biased? Gee, maybe... They, they shouldn't have removed their fair and balanced fucking slogan. Maybe maybe that wouldn't have tipped their hand a bit. You know, but they don't have to admit anything. All they have to do is have uh, fucking <coughs> O'Reilly fired at the, the drop of a sexual allegation hat and have Tucker be take over the entire network only to shout down anybody who remotely disagrees with the the sort of Trump agenda. You know, not like that shit's suspicious at all. Oh, man. And Keith Olbermann and Rachel Maddow over at MSNBC holding down that fort about how terrible Republicans constantly are and how saintly and godlike the fucking Democrats are. Hey, Olby, notice you didn't call Obama fucking mentally ill when he made a joke about fucking killing people with with Predator drones when he's the only president to have ever publicly killed two Americans with Predator drones, huh? Doesn't seem a little bit fucking crazy to you, Mr. Mental Health Warden? Drape yourself in the fucking Nazi flag, you fucking sympathizer. The only thing you have in common with a resistance is the amount to which you're willing to push a narrative. And that's the thing. That's it right there, ain't it? Wrapped up in a nice little package for you. They will give you a resistance to join. And when you join that resistance, fucking nothing will get done. Huh? Huh? You joined that resistance. Good for you. Did anything work? No. Did anything change for any, like, serious amount? No. And it's not going to as long as you trust these motherfuckers. You know? They're not on your fucking side. They never will be. They're, of course they're in it for ratings. How do you think one of those places affords their production values? Their huge monitored rooms with giant screen TVs and big-ass colors flying everywhere and their hypnotizing rings floating around. How do you think they fucking pay for that? It's entertainment, jackass! They get the big bucks to tell you exactly the kind of thing that you want to hear. Everything is bad. My child is going to get raped. Nothing is possibly going to change. And I should trust my local government. That's what the news is for. It's a propaganda system for fundamentally evil people that you still trust because they're the people you were told by your parents to go to. Go to Officer Friendly. Or if your parents didn't say that because you were raised in a neighborhood where Officer Friendly wasn't so Officer Friendly. If your parents didn't say that, at the very least, you thought you could trust some politician like Al Sharpton or Barack Obama, right? Huh? Because slapping community organizer on a hired thug for the state is any less fucking evil. And all these people affiliated fundamentally with the same sick evil people who, who meet every year at the Bilderberg Group. Uh, associated with the same evil societies like Skull and Bones and all of these other fucking fraternities where all the scum seems to pop out of, but nobody seems to notice. You know, these are the people you're supposed to trust? Fuck no! You want a resistance, resist that shit. Resist the programming that they've given you that says trust our guys because they're the ones who have your best interests at heart. Resist that shit. If it's Trump, if it's Obama, if it's anyone, you want a resistance, resist the idea that anybody is on your side but those you have personally come to know and trust. But mostly, resist by understanding that the system is fucked and needs to be fundamentally dismantled if we are ever to see freedom. So smash this state. I'll see you on Moment of Rage next Wednesday. This has been Jeremiah Harding. I'm signing out.
3: I am the truth in a cloud of lies I am everything you see through your eyes Every shadow that's cast, I am the future and I am the past. I am a train that needs no tracks. I'm a soft spine that's in your backs. I am the voice inside of your brain. I am everlasting pain. I am a cure for every disease. I am what keeps you from chasing your dreams. I am everything you wish to could be.
2: I am.
3: the other side of your history books, I am all of your anger and hate, I am the hands that twist your fate, I am your loans, very last breath. I am your life and I am your death, one more tombstone at the head of your grave, I am every slave, I am every loss and every game, I am the boulder of your fucking name, I am the god that is loaded into, I am the trigger of your point, that's you. filled with crooks. I'm the other side of your history books I am a cure for every disease and I am what keeps you from chasing your dreams I am every loss and every gain and I am the bullet with your fucking name that's right I'm everything